Hey, mine actually worked this time with no issues. Look at that. <laughs> Ooh, I'm a pro. Yoo-hoo. Welcome to Three Sheets to the Mouse. Today we have a big summer blowout and lots of fun things, like pools, clogs, and a sun bomb on my own invention. I must warn you, the only one crazy enough to listen to five guys using bad language and talking about kids' movies, like adults, is you, dear. And, uh, well, these five guys, too. Woohoo! Hi, family! Fuck that little pig. Now that is phenomenal. I love shaking my booty. I've never been to that. Doesn't have to be a snowman. No way, Anna. Okay, bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 128 of Three Sheets of the Mouse. We're four average guys with a love for all things Disney. I'm Scott, and joining me on tonight's show are two guys who love Steven Tyler's shocker, Tim. Uh, you got the wrong guy. <laughs> and Adam. I'm pretty sure I have the wrong parts for that. <laughs> Since Mike is either uh, currently getting prepped to, for his launch to Mars or starting third base for the Astros, uh, here to fill in for Mikey is the Mrs. Ginger, Stephanie. Hello. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> oh, come on. We all know he's going to a trip to Uranus. <laughs> well. <laughs> you know, if you go out in the night sky really late at night and you squint really hard, you can see Uranus. And yeah. if you see this r- big redhead thing on it, you know what it is now. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, you know how to make a girl feel welcome. <laughs> I think they have a cream for that. <laughs> well, we're here to talk to you about Disney parks, Disney booze, and a little bit of debauchery in between. So sit back, walk this way, and drink a ballast sculpin IPA that you can find over at Baseline. And enjoy the adult side of Disney with Three Sheets of the Mouse. I have to ask, what's with all the Steven yeah, Tyler references? What's with all the Aerosmith puns? Well, we're talking about we're talking about studios. Yeah, but not but that part not of studios. That. I thought we were talking about Texas. Indiana Jones puns. Well, yeah, but I wanted I, I, I really wanted to talk about Steven Tyler. Well, I know, but you can't Nobody just be like, hey, we're in Hollywood Studio. We're going to talk about Tower of No, we're not talking about Tower of Terror. We're also not talking about Steven Tyler. Or or a rock and roller coaster. So right. no, we're not. No, we're not. We're actually talking about uh, another part of the park. But which... usually, your bad puns follow the theme of the show, Scott. What's going yeah, on? You're slipping. You're slipping. Today. I was at T-ball today. All right, don't give them too bad of it. Yeah. Okay, you, okay, this Steph. If you're gonna be Mikey, you have to give him the worst time of it <laughs> yes. all. Look at me. I'm the opposite of Mikey. This is true. Look how pretty I am. <laughs> Yes, you are. That that is absolutely true. So much better. <laughs> well, look. Before we get started uh, on Indiana Jones, uh, what are you guys drinking tonight, Adam? What do you got in your glass? I am trying to behave a little bit better with my alcohol choices. Bullshit. No, not that. It's like kind of weight, kind of situation because I gained a little bit of weight. So all I have is. Um, Sparkling water and gin. No, oh, so gin Ricky. Well, gin Ricky usually has some lime or lemon but, in it. Yeah, lime. I just have so um, just... San Pellegrino and gin. 
<laughs> fancy, fancy oh, yeah. water. Oh yeah, it's fancy bubbly water. <laughs> you know how we roll. <laughs> uh, what kind of gin do you got in there? Finally, killing off the hibiki. Oh, the uh, the Japanese or yeah, the Japanese gin. I don't like it. What is it? What is it? Like, what's different about it? Is it too it, botanical or not botanical enough? It just tastes like a well gin. There, it's very. Okay. It's a lot. It's not even that it's floral. There's like a bitter note to it. Oh. It just. It's. It's. You. It's thirty bucks. You can see why it's like. Yeah, but for thirty, I mean, you can get Bombay for thirty bucks. Not sapphire. No, I'm the reg. Well, yeah, the regular Bombay you can get for thirty bucks. Sapphire's not that regular. much more. No, yeah, it's sapphire about, maybe like thirty-five, but forty. That's what at most. But that's what this was. So yeah. I'm gonna get something I would enjoy at that price point. I would. I would much rather get sapphire. Yeah, I won't be. Or Tanqueray. I do like Tanqueray sometimes. No. You're not a fan of Tank. Nope. I I'm like not a the fan um, gin at all. Is it the thirty-five? Uh, I'm with you, Stephanie. I'm not a fan of Prettier bottle. Much. The the Tanqueray 10, whatever that is. The 10 is good, but the regular yeah. Tanqueray, oh no. Oh. I, you know, I I like a lot of different kinds of gin. The Aviation was not bad. Um, it's a good mixing gin. Yeah, it was a good mixing gin. Um, no, not the Aviation drink, the Aviation gin. So there's yeah. a company that makes Aviation gin. Oh, oh, um, is that the... Um... And, Deadpool gin. And, uh, Stephanie, you, you shut your mouth about that drink. That aviation is one of the greatest cocktails ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I could drink so many of those. So good. So good. Well, um, maybe you can mix me one because Mike's, I don't know if they're oh. the right thing. Okay, we love Mikey to death, but the way he mixes drinks is kind of like... Yeah. Like, we're going to add Gatorade and call this a sour mix. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, he is very inventive. He has an imagination and he uses what he yes. has. Yes, there's way, nothing wrong way, with that. Way, but... way, way back on episode four when we talked about Reggie's Revenge. Mm-hmm. And Mikey went out and got the stuff to make it. Yeah. Couldn't find white cranberry juice. So I'm pretty sure he used white grape juice. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. so. <laughs> it changes the flavor a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> or is Kraken and Coke close. is like all Kraken in the splash of Coke. Yeah. Well, that's how you make that. I was just going to say, you didn't have one in the um, villa? No, I was doing Dr. Pepper and um, Bacardi Silver. Silver. Yeah, I don't I don't think we had Kraken in the no, villa. No, it was Honest, pumpkins was or the pumpkin. yeah. Bacardi. Yeah, really, and I didn't use Bacardi. It's all pumpkin if there's pumpkin. I've never had the pumpkin, but I just, that uh, pumpkin-flavored rum. Uh, don't act like you're puking if you hadn't tried it. That's just rude. It's pumpkin-flavored rum. Um, excuse me. It is really good. It's spiced rum. It's just got a barely a pumpkin flavor to it. Do you, do you drink that with your Uggs and your, your uh, puffy vest? No, do you? Oh! <laughs> he does actually I know, own you, I know you have some Uggs. You no, know I drink Uggs. I drink whiskey with um, my Uggs in my puffer vest. Um, yeah. I think that actually makes it worse. <laughs> yeah. I'm not allowed Uggs in my house. Oh, I was given a pair and they have dust in my closet you should, because I know you should wear them. They're amazing. <laughs> not going to lie. They're amazing. I speak from experience. 
don't even play, Scott. You are the basic white girl, and pumpkin rum is what a basic white girl needs. <laughs> uh, hard pass. Like, well, I, I love all you. I love all y'all that are drinking white claws, but mm, hard pass. Yeah. Um, mm. Like I said, I can't knock I anything until I try it. Yeah, I don't know what it is, so I, a, I'll try it's it. A, it's basically what I made tonight with less alcohol. Low calorie. Oh, liquor. <laughs> oh I don't know. About well, yeah, it's 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 basically smearing off ice with bubbles. Well, Smeardorf ice. ice has bubbles, doesn't it? Doesn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's I, I don't know. I've never had, I've never had Mike's Hard Lemonade. I've never had Zima. I've never had. Uh, Scott, did you not drink when you were a teenager? That shocks me a little bit. I would drink beer. Uh, like we drank, like because we drank whatever we could get our hands on. So it was like shit. Bush, Bush Light, uh, Coors Light, Bud Light. I drank it was whatever was in the too. fridge. Yeah, but so Zima, yeah, too. Yeah, no, we didn't. We did not drink Zima. Well, you were an my of sister age did. for Zima. My really. sister drank Zima. I had all Ugh, of it. There Zima's wasn't. Disgusting. If you put it in front of me, I'm at least going to try it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, well, Stephanie, speaking of uh, basic white girl drinks, what are you drinking tonight? Well, I don't have pumpkin, Scott, so I have to drink Kraken with a splash of Mr. Pibb. I don't think that's how a cocktail is mixed. Uh, it's not a cocktail. It's a splash. <laughs> it's rum with a splash of Mr. Pibb. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. There, there's no precise measurements. It's a cup of rum with some Mr. Pibb for coloring. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, right. that's why I so like Stephanie... my clear drinks. You can never tell how much mix there is in them. <laughs> is it so vodka? Stephanie will be singing water? the Indiana Jones theme song by the end of the night. I don't know that. Song. Wait. Oh. Now, if you played the song, I would know it. But do I? Do I? Like, can I just pull it out of my memory banks? No. No, because I don't have memory. Banks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tim, what do you got tonight? Tito's and orange juice and pineapple juice. Oh. This big bottle of vodka I bought for a barbecue, and nobody drank it. So I'm trying to get rid of it. <laughs> I'm trying to get rid of it. Someone's got to drink it. That sounds good, yeah, though. Twist my arm. <laughs> Must be rough. Must be rough. <laughs> it's a hard life. I've never done the pod juice with vodka. It's um, good. It's good. I I'm sure it is. Pod juice with anything is good. A pod juice with champagne is amazing. See, I bet. I want to try pod juice and crack it. Dude, pod juice, pod juice and tequila? Muy bien. Mmm, pod juice. Dan, I want to make some pod juice. But I don't have any... <laughs> It's kind of annoying because you you have to buy the Goya brands and mix them all together. They don't make pod juice. They do, but they don't sell it in that regular. Right, right. So what's in pod juice? You say pod juice, so tell me what's in... Passion fruit juice, orange juice, and guava. Yeah, one can of passion, two cans of orange, and then one can of guava. Or two cups of orange. Yeah. One, two, one. one. Mostly orange. So a fruit drink with... Yeah. It's what's in... It's what's Whatever in the Lapu Lapu. Lapu. Yes. Well, I wouldn't put that with pumpkin. No, it's a little no, too sweet. Yeah, it's too sweet for pumpkin. But yeah. with the spice rum? The Kraken? Mm, no, I don't think a Kraken would be good with it either. No? But definitely like a vodka. Well, no, because vodka what's in the... Be uh, oh, Meyer's Dark Rum is in the Lapu Lapu. Mm-hmm. Meyer's Dark is yeah, in the Lapu Lapu is pretty much... Hmm, yeah. really? Alcoholic pot juice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then a splash of... Uh, 
151 on top. I think it's Gosling's now. I think they got rid of the Bacardi 151. I don't think Bacardi makes 151. I don't think so. I, I know. I, really? I'm pretty sure they That's use Gosling's idea. right now. I was uh, about 19 when I lit my ass on fire with that. What? I lit somebody's <laughs> hair on fire with 151. <laughs> oh my gosh. I woke up at like 3 p.m. the next day and my whole arm had blisters. I literally lit myself on fire. Oh my god. It was not okay. Good Flaming right. Dr. Peppers are bad. Yeah, oh my god, I used to love those. That's fine. I didn't know anybody else drank those. It was so bad. I was... Anyway. What is it with the Dr. Pepper? No, but it's... it's a southern thing. It's not Dr. Pepper. But, uh, Flaming Dr. Yeah. Peppers don't have Dr. Pepper in them at all. Yeah, no. It was one of those... I was already plastered, and he said, Okay, blow it out. Which was not like... Now, get... I don't remember it, but you're, I think you're supposed to drop the shot glass yes. into the Dr. Pepper, and that's what puts it no, out. No, it's beer. Oh, into beer. So it's like Dr. Pepper with Bacardi on top? No, it's... There's something... I don't remember what exactly it is, but it's like a little bit of beer. I'm sure some kind of schnapps, and then they float 151 on top of it. They uh -huh. like the 151 on top on fire. You're supposed to drop the shot into the glass and then down it. Okay, well, I don't remember a lot, but except for somebody said, okay, now blow it out. And my blow turned into a... <laughs> which shot 51 all up and down my arm and down the kitchen counter. and It's Amaretto beer yeah. and then the 151. Yeah, we probably didn't have that. We were... We were it's real... Amaretto's not expensive. Yeah, that's cheap. Yeah, but we, we used to get, like, the $10 gallon of vodka and drink all that for a weekend. So, mm -hmm. like, it, it, we're it, not going to buy anything else. For us, it was a big bottle of Amaretto. Mm. And then, because it was it was a cheap drink to make, because you never filled up the glass with the beer. You only filled it about halfway, because you're supposed to shoot it. Isn't that, like, a milky liquor, though? Amaretto? What, Amaretto? And, no. no. Oh, okay. I don't it's know. A, look, it's it's yeah, an it's almond... A... Almond-based liqueur. Yeah. Yeah. Mmm. Okay. Okay. It's used in a lot of Italian drinks. Mmm. So. Okay, gotcha. Uh, I decided tonight to, because uh, it's getting pretty close, I probably have like one or two left, to finally bottle down the premium small batch bourbon from Kirkland's that was muled to me by, I don't know, 15 or 20 people at the sheet-up last year. <laughs> That finally made its way back to New Jersey and is finally getting bottled down. Not because I don't like it, because I'll tell you what, for I want to say under twenty dollars, I want to say maybe twenty or nineteen or twenty-four dollars. It's not expensive. It's good. This is a damn good bottle of whiskey. It's seven years old. Gone. It's uh, it, it's distilled from. I want to say it's either Dickel or um, I, d I don't think it's Jack Daniels. I want to say I it's think, George Dickel. I think Derek said it was Dickel. Yeah. I've done a side-by-side -side comparison. I'm pretty sure that it's George Dickel 7. And it's really good. Yeah, so. I've got a bottle waiting for me down in South Carolina. That'll probably yeah, make we'll it see how much it. of that mm -hmm. alcohol makes it home. Oh, it will it'll make its way to BSB probably. So cheers to Derek Alverson. For uh, turn me, turning me on to the premium small batch, yeah. premium premium. Wow. See this You're really off your game tonight. Premium small batch bourbon from Kirkland's, uh, 
excellent. There's actually a bottle waiting in the wing because uh, we got it for the raw last year that I haven't even had to open it yet because this thing's coming in a full liter. I don't know. You drink wrong. Yeah, but you have like 500 bottles behind you. I do. Weren't I those lot. broken at one time? And they magically just like... No? Yeah, I've had to... I've had to... I've had to refine some of them. But... Steph, what, what happened that time? Do you even know? I wasn't That there. crazy, crazy animal broke in. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he is a big dumb animal, folks. Who? Yeah, but didn't he, like, break the bottles, though? Yeah. That, yeah. So, that's what I was talking about. Stephanie, that's what insurance is for. Don't you listen to the podcast? Your insurance paid for you new bottles of liquor? Yeah. That we, that we, have, we have insurance in the speakeasy. Oh. Nice. Bougie. Nice and bougie. <laughs> you know, which rich thing stuff. It's we, know, we know a guy. <laughs> rich things. Brent, Brent knows a guy. So tonight we decided it was time to head back to the armchair uh, to do some Imagineering. So we wanted to bring back the armchair Imagineer segment. And what better way to introduce Stephanie to really the first podcast she's been on where there is um, a little tiny bit of creativity that's going to have to follow. Are you saying my other episodes do not have any creativity? I'm not saying they didn't have creativity. I'm, I'm going to sit over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other, it really the other one she was on, we didn't have to create anything. We were talking about the races, and then we were talking yeah, about the Yeah, no, we it was more races. You're right. It was, it was more Scott, I will say this one time in your entire life. You were right. My episodes were more informative, but they better. Were, they were infotaining, mm-hmm, is yeah. what they were. So tonight we decided um, there's, there's a big, giant piece of property that is, is kind of just sitting down at the southwest corner of uh, Hollywood Studios. Now, Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular, uh, like I said, opened on August 25, 1989. <laughs> it is basically a stunt show in which uh, it breaks the fourth wall. So it's not like a stunt show where you're watching things happen and, and they're trying to convince you that it's real. This is literally like you're watching them film and I pretty sure there's actually cameras in front of you fake filming it and you're watching the stunts uh, being performed uh, so the action starts with Indy uh, going into the Peruvian temple scene from the beginning of Raiders of the Lost Ark uh, you have the dangerous spikes the false floors the booby traps he tries to uh, switch out the golden idol the scene that everybody loves from Raiders and then he's got to get away and the giant ball comes after him and eventually mows him down this time Indy doesn't get away but then they re- then you realize, oh wait, it's just a big giant foam ball, and you see two guys rolling it back up the hill to reset the shot. And that's when the director comes on and he tells you about the show, 
and tells you about what you're going to do. Uh, there's going to be some audience filled, uh, audience participation filled streets of Cairo where they actually do pull people out of the audience. I think that's like, like nine people are audience members, and then there's one plant. Is uh, that really which, true? Like, yeah. do they like? Is yeah. it like camera? Because that's exactly how the um, car show was. Yes. Yep. It's the same kind of thing. That I'm, no, that's the same damn thing. <laughs> yes. I mean, yes, and I've seen I've seen that show, but I don't I don't remember the whole camera part of it. Sorry. Sorry, look at me interrupting. Proceed. Go ahead. No, proceed. Continue, Scott. You have permission now. <laughs> Thank you. I Are you eating that. Little Debbie cakes? This is Mike's last Christmas in July, Little Debbie cake, and so I felt that it was very fitting that I ate his shit since he drinks my shit. There you go. Surprise. Oh, yeah, that's right. He got pretty twisted on the Kraken when oh, we were recording one he got, night. He got uh, so Kraken. Well, I'm saying it's the real deal. And I didn't even mix it, so you know it was a pussy drink. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, at some point the uh, director will come and pull people out of out of the audience to participate. They'll be members of the Streets of Cairo. Uh, like you said, there's one plant in there that they pick out every time, uh, and that's the one that Indy pretends to, or is it Indy or no, Marion? Marion pretends to punch, and uh, and so sh- she gets in this like fake fight, and you can tell it's fake because there's. Sound and uh, clearly missing the mark on it, but yeah. still, it's it's fun to pretend for five minutes that this guy's a tourist. He's actually a stuntman on the show. So after the Cairo street scene concludes with Indy shooting at a jeep loaded with explosives, producing a fiery conclusion, the final scene of the stunt show recreates the action-packed sequence in which Indy and Marion try to stop the Nazis from flying the Ark to Berlin, and this is everyone's favorite uh, fist fight with the big German. Uh, Luftwaffe guy, uh, where he gets uh, shredded by the propeller, yeah, which doesn't actually happen. Just goes in a circle. Yep, just goes in a circle. Well, that actually happens in the movie too, though. So yes, it does. Because yeah. it's actually tethered in the movie, uh, mm-hmm. and and basically it goes around in a circle, and they fight throughout this uh, this plane while Marion's stuck in the cockpit. Yes, and then she starts shooting, and she yes. ends up blowing up stuff. Yep, she ends up blowing up the fuel tank, which then leads to a fire ex- fire explosion at the plane. So, uh, miraculously, and in accordance with the film, Indy and Marion are able to make a narrow escape as the airfield is engulfed in flames. Um, now, along with uh, some of the other shows at uh, at Hollywood Studios, you know, Superstar Television, uh, Monster Sound Show, it, it, this basically relies on audience participation. Um, and uh, kind of just you, you watching the, the films being, uh, or the, watching the film being made. It, it's kind of like what they used to do with um, Lights, Motors, Action, like what they used to do over at the Hollywood Backlot Tour, where they would uh, kind of film these things going on and the audience would participate. So, now you guys have all seen the show, right? Yes. 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 It's been now, a long time, I think. When this, first, when this first opened in August of 1989, um, the the German trucks, the aircraft, and the actors' uniforms actually were Nazi uh, prop replicas. So they had the swastikas yes. on it. Mm-hmm. They had the actual German uniforms. Those were later replaced with a uh, stylized uh, Greek cross. Mm-hmm. Why is that? So uh, because you know you don't people want get offended. Yeah, you got it. Get offended. Yeah. Um, 
Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about you, Scott. <laughs> not I'm so kidding. much millennials. <laughs> it was. No, I get it. It's a kinder, gentler Disney, and we'll leave yeah. it at that. Yeah, I mean, I get that you. In the movies, you would obviously, and, and again, in the movies, they are Nazis, and you keep the right. historical accuracy. Right. At the theme park, it's not as necessary to keep that accuracy, because you're not really filming the show. So I, I understand why they, yeah, why yeah. they would have done that. It's basically the same reason that the women are chasing the pirates. Yeah. Um, now, this has been and going on. And the redhead s- is now selling cock. That's right. She's selling cock. Selling rum. Selling cock and rum. In that order. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking um, it, I'm thinking this over. I really am. What? Call me Miss Ginger. Do it again, Scott. I didn't call you Miss Ginger. I called you, you once. Did? At, at the, the beginning? Start. Yeah. It was like thirty minutes ago. I'm gonna start selling cock and rum. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, Mikey's in for Quite an awakening when it gets back. <laughs> what did you tell them about me? It's been one day and I've Get out on the case. street, Mikey. Go earn your keep. Um, so this was actually the first theme park attraction to use a computer-based uh, show control system uh, for the uh, for the fire effects, for the uh, um, pyrotechnics, for the mechanics of the truck that blows up, uh, which actually does do a pretty decent-sized flip. Yeah. Because it blows up and actually flips over onto its hood. Mm -hmm. Or does it blow up and something pushes it over? Well, It's a ram. Yeah, the fire, the the explosion blows it up over the the top and it it flips over onto its hood. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, So, this has been open since 1989. So, we decided it was time to uh, cut this thing out and replace it. So, really, no rules other than can't keep it. Can't refurb it. Okay. So, yep. As so in, the, in the wise word. words of, of Tim Elbing, uh, blow the fucker up. Yes. Okay. All right. So, special guest. No, Stephanie. I don't go first. <laughs> Mine's so good that you're just, you don't want me to go first. No, back on, back on episode 41, we had a special guest. Uh, do his first armchair imaginary, yeah. and he had to go first. Fine, whatever. So, here's what... So, okay. I'm going to do a roller coaster. And for a roller coaster, I want to hit on all of your fears. Okay. So... You have roller coaster, you have darkness, you have heights, and you have villains. So my roller coaster is going to be all villains. Um, so the queue, so you go through the queue, right? In the in these things, so we have to know all the ins and outs. Okay. So um, for the queue, if you do not fast pass, you're going to do. um, It's going to have fun villain movie facts. We'll have pictures. It'll be um, very, I can't think of the word. Um, there'll be, you can touch and change things up. and Interactive? Very interactive, yes. Thank you. Um, for the queue. And then when you get to the ride, I was thinking more of something like, um, so you sit in your roller coaster car 
and the first thing you have that pops up is the Cave of Wonders. And so, you know, it goes, Cave of Wonders goes through the whole thing. You, you know, touch nothing, blah, blah, blah. Same thing as the movie. The Cave of Wonders, Wonder. Yes. And so the mouth opens, and you ride into the mouth of the Cave of Wonders, but immediately you fall. Like, that's your first shocker. You fall, it's pitch black, and you hear Jafar's voice, you know, doing Jafar's thing. And I'm not going to get very detailed. Mikey goes really detailed, and I get it, it works. Wait, wait, you're not getting very detailed? Well, I'm going detailed, but I'm going to skip a lot of stuff in the middle. (laughs) Like, I'm going to tell you the villains that I'm going to talk about, but not tell you, like, about them. Okay. That's not super detailed, but you kind of have to, you do have to get a little bit of the picture, right? Yeah. Are you giving me a time limit? Do I have a time limit? No, No, not at all. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so, um, you hear Jafar's voice, and as the coaster's kind of climbing up and it's a little bit slower, you kind of hear dogs barking. So... Actually, 101 Dalmatians, to be exact. And then you hear Cruella DeVille's laugh as your car starts turning and spinning out of control, like how her car does. So your roller coaster car is kind of spinning a little bit. But you need a little bit of a comfort. So then uh, Lotso Hug... Lotso Huggin' Bear? Mm-hmm. Like he starts tar... Yes. And maybe you even smell a little bit of strawberries. That's me getting a little bit too far detailed. Damn it! Because I don't oh, even no, have no. that. Getting too down. far detailed. We would talk about the backstory of Lotso in the middle of this ride, and oh, how the track was actually built in order oh. to have the smell of strawberries somehow oh. come off of the track. Okay, then why are you bitching? I ain't doing all that. <laughs> okay, so um, but then he starts talking about how you're not going anywhere, and you're going to be stuck on this ride forever. You know how Lotso does. You're going to be stuck here forever. Forever? Forever? Was that Scooby Doo? No, it was. Stop uh, it. That's uh, Gonzo, right? It, it sounded like Scooby Doo. <laughs> I'm not drunk enough. Okay. <laughs> Neither are we. It's okay. <laughs> and so, and then Mother Gothel's going to agree with Lotso because, you know, Mother, Mother knows, knows best, best and we're not getting out of this tower. So you see Mother Gothel, you see Lady Tremaine and Drizella and Anastasia, and but their biggest thing, their like scare tactic is they're just staring at you. You know, she's giving you the mom stare. So, um, and then as your cart starts to spiral, you hear water, and then you hear Ursula's laugh, and then we'll go into Hades and Captain Hook, and then Hans from Frozen. Queen of Hearts, like I'm throwing a lot of villains at you. I'm sorry. Are you um, playing with the Queen of Hearts? You know it ain't um, really smart. <laughs> I didn't put what I'm doing with Queen of Hearts, but she's there. <laughs> I did. I did a little bit of research. I was at work today. Come on. Um, and then I have uh, the Evil Queen. Um, so, so the Evil Queen. Is go- and the old witch, so the e- old witch is going to offer you the poison apple as you start going vertical up a little bit. As you go vertical, 
the ceiling opens up and you're outside. So your roller coaster is going vertical and this is where your fear of heights come in. So now you can see everything. You can see the park around you. Um, and then all of a sudden you start going down. When you go down, you start seeing, uh, you see Oogie Boogie is laughing and he's throwing sand at you. And then you have Scar and Dr. How do you say it? Uh, Facilier. Facilier, yes, thank you. And we've got um, Syndrome in there. So the last part of the ride is obviously my favorite, which would be Maleficent. And then so you see, you can hear her laughing. You can hear, hear her goons. You can see her, maybe her goons and stuff on the wall. Um, you can feel the heat of the fire, the dragon. You can smell the fire, feel the heat. Um, and it's as if she's coming right for you. And right before she gets you, it opens up and that's the end of the ride. So you're kind of in shock when the ride ends. But I think the best part is at the end of the ride, there should be like two to three random villains for meet and greets at the end. Because you, don't see, be awesome. you don't see villains very often in the parks. No, you don't. Especially in I like it. So there you go. Vote for me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Wow. Wait, what? In the wow. There's a poll at the end of this? Dude, you're not allowed yeah. to do that. Wow, yeah. you're so presumptuous. Yes, I can. The only rule was to replace the ride. <laughs> if you listen wow. to the show, you'd know how these pop-up polls work. You're not yeah. supposed to pimp for your own... There's only one rule. you got to change the rules if, if I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one rule with the design. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Ouch. Uh, here, wait, wait, just wait until the end of this. <laughs> flip this on your, flip this on your lid. I'm the, still gonna win. The only thing I would think of doing a little bit differently is probably get the fear guy from Inside, Inside out. out. Inside Out involved to make it a little more cohesive. Like make it his like nightmare. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, so really that, and idea. then he's having, he's like dreaming of all the villains, and this is his fears <gasps> for the Such roller coaster. A good idea. I like this. It's Fantasmic the Ride. Pretty much. Oh. oh. Yeah, because it's like Mickey's Nightmare. Mm hmm. But we'll make it Fierce Dang. Nightmare. It fits into the Pixar area yes. a little bit right? that way. Yes. And it makes Still it a little bit like a cohesive story. Yeah. I, I, like, the, I like the addition of. A villain section of the park, you know, I and I know Hollywood Studios have, have tried to really get the villains involved. They had the villains uh, mix and mingle a couple years ago at uh, Hollywood Studios that went over really, really, really bad. No, I took the party. I'm oh, the party also, yeah, the villains club mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that I want. That, I really want that. Was worked out a little bit better. It was much more limited. Um, it was basically kind of like a comedy club, but villains. No, they went in there and like, you like mixed and mingled. It was like a dance party. I, I um, wanted that. There were adult beverages involved. I yes, there was adult beverages involved in Maleficent. Yes. Yeah. It was actually a good mix of, if, if I remember correctly, it had it had a good mix of villains you don't normally see at like Mickey's Halloween uh, party. Yeah. Um, no, I like this. I, I would love to see. I mean, look, I'd love to see a full villains park, but yeah, I think at the end of the park, day, nice yeah. If you can't have it, this is a great secondary replacement to a villain's park. 
I like definitely the meet and greet because it's hard to catch those villains mm-hmm. in a meet and greet. And so this is something like, okay, I'm definitely going to go on this ride because at the end, even if the ride sucks, you get the meet and greet at the end. That's why yeah. I get the vote. There you go. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> plug, plug, plug. You did the second plug. That'll all be cut out of it. Yeah. <laughs> you better not, Scott. I've got, hey, I've got magic fingers. Yeah, well. Nope, 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 nope. This area is about four acres, so not quite enough to build a full land, but definitely big enough to build a ride and then a nice little meet and greet where you can meet and greet like three or four different villains, kind of what they what they do over at uh, what is it, the, the circus area, um, Casey Jr. Circus, mm. where you can meet the, uh, the other uh, characters under the big top. So you have enough room to do that, and I, I like this idea. Very nice. Thanks. Very nice. Pretty good Thanks. Good job. Not bad. We'll reserve judgment. Wow. Well, we will. <laughs> I mean, Don't eventually. Me. Eventually. <laughs> what? Stop. Stop it. Can't do that. This is where you get slimed. I'm a super host. I can do what I want. Oh, now you're a super, <laughs> oh, super, super host. host. Wow. Well, I'm Whoa. the better half of the ginger. That makes me super. I didn't know that was such a title. <laughs> I, I didn't either. Yes, there is that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm making Joke's it on thing. you. <laughs> <laughs> no, All go right. ahead. Okay. Uh, you know what? We're, I know what to do here. And uh, Tim is going to go next. <laughs> <laughs> because he's always better. <laughs> because I am saving Adam for last. Hey, why is what the hell? We don't want to go after you. He thinks yours is the best. It it usually is. Always, usually is. So that's why he Adam. I didn't last. win the last few ones. Well, you're not going to either this time, it, right? Because vote for because vote for Stephanie. Vote for me. Vote for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the All last right, few armchair Imagineers I didn't win. I don't even remember the last winner. I, d- I know it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Mikey won the me. last one. I think Mikey won the last one. I might have came in second or third. Let's find out. Right. So, Go ahead, Tim. My ride, you know, we're starting to see a lot of this trackless ride system coming in. So I'm going to do Adventures of Wally and Eve. And it's a trackless dark ride. So the show building is going to be shaped like the Axiom ship from the movie. And the queue is going to begin outside. You're walking through d- destroyed Earth with the theme song, the, the 2815 AD theme song from the beginning of the movie playing in the background. And you have a vignette of trash piles and junk with the hidden animatronics of Wally and his little cockroach pal. Cockroach. Cockroach. So when, you, when you load into the vehicle, they're going to be called mobile... Axiom Team Transport, or MAT, for short. <laughs> That's and you're awesome. escorted onto the Axiom by an animatronic Wally at the front of your car. The car's going to hold 16 guests in a two-car <laughs> configuration, so two rows of four guests each. And they're going to be multi-axis, so they're going to spin around just like they do in Remy. And as you board the Axiom... This your your first initial climb up into the, the spaceship. Wally finds Eve, and that's where the trouble begins. Wally is so excited to see Eve, and he forgets he's escorting you aboard the ship. 
he causes all sorts of mayhem and mess, and the, the car starts spinning out of control, and then you see Mo show up. Mo. And Mo gets pissed off at Wally for causing all the destruction and chaos, and he chases everyone to the next scene as he starts to clean up that room. So the next scene takes place on another deck level aboard the Axum, and you have viewing windows on both sides, and it depicts the spaceship taking off from Earth. So you're going to have view- viewing screens that it look like you're actually taking off. So your your vehicle has, like, screens with around you? No, on the on the walls of the, okay. the rooms, the different the various scene rooms. Gotcha. So then Go4 shows up and chases the party down a corridor and into the bridge where Auto, an automatronic Auto comes out of the ceiling and tells the group they don't belong there and he will not let anything thwart Directive A113. Which, if you remember from the movie, was his directive not let the Axiom go back to Earth. They escape the bridge and find themselves weaving in and out of um, the people in the voyage in their little hover chairs. So that they're they gotta escape um, from auto, but then Go Four finds them again and chases them with the security bots to an airlock as the that song Foreign Contaminant from the movie is playing. Mm-hmm. So realizing there's no way out, Wally but out, Wally hits a button, and the mats and the guests along with Wally and Eve are jettisoned into space. And they're gonna have little puffs of air and, and fog coming out of the sides of the ride vehicles to kind of guide them like they're floating in space and this room is just going to be all lit with you know little fiber optic stars and Wally's going to have his little fire extinguisher and that um, the song Define Dancing is playing and you're going to see Wally and Eve dancing in space and then he realizes he's got to get everybody back aboard the Axiom before it heads back to Earth so the ride vehicles re-enter the Axiom you'll see this Axiom start to head back down to Earth and you Debark the ride on a restored Earth, so you have you can get off and there's gonna be plants and trees. Nice. And at the very end, when you get out, there's gonna be a Wally and Eve meet and greet. Awesome. Nice. Oh, I would kill for a Wally and Eve meet and greet. Yes. They could so do this. I mean, they had push. I want that mm. so bad. Yeah, I mean, Wally would just be. I mean, they have BB-8. You could just make him a stationary yeah. animatronic, or even a robotic animatronic, because yeah, then you can move back and forth. I would. I would love a Wally meet and greet. Mm-hmm. Have a little voice, a voice uh, guy, you know, uh, uh, around the corner or up in the corner. All you have to do is make a bunch of noises. That's all Wally mm-hmm. ever did. Yeah. I mean, they did. They did that with Push. You could, you could totally do this. I don't understand why they haven't well, yet. I mean, they did it with BB-8 because he sits there and he beeps and he emotes. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. They just. And I don't know why they don't have. That's what we're here for. A lot more Wally representation apart because it was a huge blockbuster mm-hmm. movie. I love it. I love it. Still one of my favorite movies. And I love that you're. I love that you're including the soundtrack because uh, honestly, you have to, uh, especially with that movie because there's hardly no dialogue in the first. Yeah, Wally soundtrack. Thomas Newman, one of the, uh, honestly to me, one of the best uh, current composers, like right now, uh, composers in film. I mean, he he's up there with John Williams and Michael Giacchino and Hans Zimmer. Love this guy. He's done, the bond, he's done a couple there. of the Bond movies, actually. Oh, of course he did. That's why he knows. <laughs> yeah, he did, he, yeah, he did Skyfall. Oh, he did Saving oh. Mr. Banks. I, and I did love he? that soundtrack, yes. I, I didn't like know that. the movie. I love that movie. Yeah, this guy, this guy does some fantastic work. 
and a bunch of, uh, again, a bunch of the Pixar films because his cousin obviously is big into Pixar as well. Randy. Yes. I was originally going to make it a roller coaster, but I couldn't figure out how to do all the show scenes and it'd be a roller coaster. It, w- it would work way better as a dark ride than yeah. a roller coaster. Especially track the dark ride because you can make mm-hmm. the whole chaotic movements of the. Yeah, because you. Because it's a Remy. Get, works you would get way too, way too fast through the scenes yeah. on a roller mm-hmm. coaster. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, something like Crush's coaster works because, you know, you're going through the EAC, it's pretty chaotic. Uh, they slow it down through some of the show scenes, but it is pretty chaotic as you go on the roller coaster portion yeah, mm-hmm. of the of the ride. Awesome, awesome. Um, I like it. I do too. I do too. Anytime we so can get Wally into the parks. <laughs> What'd you say? So Stephanie might not win. Vote for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> vote. Vote for me. Vote for, no, me. vote for me. 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 <laughs> vote for me? me. Vote for the female. Yeah. <laughs> vote for me. Vote for me. Stephanie. <laughs> Adam. Stephanie. <laughs> um, okay. Scott, what do you have? Hey, right, so I, am I really going last? You won the last one, Adam. Yeah, Thank you very after much. After further review, Adam did win the last one when he won by one vote. <laughs> it wasn't Mikey. that far. Oh, yeah. He, so, he won the, uh, the the Hollywood Studios Bar Challenge, where we had to design a bar to go into Hollywood Studios. Yeah, so I'm going to win this one, and everybody's going to be like, bring Stephanie back, bro. And then how do we tell your husband he's fired? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Scott, what do you have? Uh, all right, so I wanted to go to a, a classic Disney Pictures film, uh, live action, that I love. I, I, you know, from the time this movie came out, I fell in love with the movie. Uh, it depicts uh, the perfect era for Hollywood studios with the 1930s Hollywood glitz and glitter and glamour. And I wanted to make uh, the Rocketeer ro- uh, Rocketeer roller coaster. I knew you would go in there. I absolutely. It is a perfect I have situation not for made it. it through this movie yet. Why what? not? I've watched that movie like a hundred times. I fall asleep every time I turn oh, it on. So it's good. Just, I've seen it a few. Can't it's not, get into it. It's not my favorite. Can't it's get so into good. it. Doesn't he have the same hairstyle as Scott? That's why. Pretty much. Why do you think he likes him so much? <laughs> I really a lot of it. This, um, I really think he does. So with this one, you're gonna you're actually gonna start in the indoor queue. So you're gonna go into the airfield at night, and you're gonna actually queue through the airfield through uh, uh, Bigelow's airfield at night in the in the San Fernando Valley. And that's where as you get through the queue, you'll find your jetpack and you'll join the Rocketeer on a mission to save Jenny and free her from uh, Neville Sinclair and the Nazis. Yes, we're keeping the Nazis involved in Hollywood Studios because uh, who doesn't like to beat up the Nazis? But they can't so, be Nazis anymore. Right, they won't be they won't officially be Nazis. They'll have <laughs> Scott, the uh, the it Greek is cross. The same hair. You like it because of the hair. I'm on to you. I love this movie. <laughs> Uh, I do love the set design for this. I, I think 1930s I really Hollywood like is amazing. <laughs> okay, um, sorry, go ahead. So this is going to be a laydown style track where the there'll be essentially nine cars in a V shape plus one behind you. So it essentially will be a laydown like flying V roller coaster. In this style of coaster, you, you load into your seat 
because again, you take off like you know the the rocketeer doesn't take off in a laying down position. He takes off and goes upward. So you're going to start in your loaded position. You'll swing back, and then that's when you'll uh, uh, linear induced motion uh, launch limb launch into your into the roller coaster into the uh, into the air, and you'll take off from the airfield. Uh, from here, you'll you're going to ride through the fields of, uh, yeah, of the San Fernando Valley. And then you'll you'll actually get into the city and storm through the South Seas Club. So we're gonna have some some of the uh, the screen effects, the the visual effects, but also you're gonna actually have practical effects where you're gonna go by buildings, you're gonna fly by the buildings in this indoor roller coaster. You're gonna go through the city. Uh, you're gonna crash into the South Seas Club and you know grab you know, chase chase the Neville Sinclair through the uh, through the South Seas Club until you get to the Hollywood sign where you are going to fly up and uh, soar around the Zeppelin as Cliff rescues Jenny, and you return her and him to the Bulldog Cafe, and you all live happily ever after. Yeah, in 2004, a man was thrown from the ride. Superman. Are we still on yeah. that? Yeah, he's still on that. Even though <laughs> well, I've, even though I've said what the ride so vehicle is going to be. There's no rule saying he can't use a ride that somebody was injured. He just might not get the votes. <laughs> Vote for me. Vote for me. <laughs> you might people. I wasn't gonna say it, but um, so so essentially, this is going to be a mix of real props, practical effects, where there's gonna be buildings that you fly by, and uh, projection screens to to help give the images from the movie where the, where the Rocketeer is going to be uh, going to be you know flying up to the Zeppelin and saving Jenny, where you, where you're helping to provide uh, support. Um, and then as you leave the ride, you're going to exit through the uh, exit queue, and then there's going to be a restaurant build. So I decided to have, um, I decided I want to bring that Bulldog Diner, I want to bring that Bulldog Cafe to Hollywood Studios and have that uh, in the ride, in the uh, exit queue so you can have a, uh, a, a gift shop. Or a gift Is shop. A and, cafe or a gift and a, shop? A cafe, sorry. So you can have a dining experience there too. Okay. Because uh, I, I, I think Hollywood Studios... For those just, who haven't made it through the movie, what kind of food is it going to be? So essentially, um, <laughs> it's going to be kind of... <laughs> it's basically going to be kind of um, uh, casual California. So it's going to have a mix of anything from um, tamales because... It, it, now, this is a real restaurant. This was a real restaurant back in the 30s. And one of the, one of the things they were famous for was their tamales. So we're going to have tamales, uh, sloppy fries, which basically... The fries, sloppy Joe, and white cheddar cheese—you know—drizzled all on on top of them. Um, this is one of the best things you'll ever eat. Texafornian Frito pie. So this is essentially pumpkin, black bean chili, avocado cream, cheddar cheese, pickled onions, cilantro, and then served over Frito chips. I don't know about the pumpkin. Mm. I thought you talking about like the original Frito pie they used to serve at Disneyland. I was like, I'd eat that. Oh, I mean that would—that's really good too. But no, this is this is like a, a Texafornia Frito pie, but basically it's it's chili served over Fritos, with avocado and pumpkin. The pumpkin is is stewed up inside the chili. Oh, yeah. Oh, and the okay. avocado as well. It's not like I've had pumpkin yeah, chili before. No, it's, it's not avocado. like avocado toast. It. Avocado cream on top, so it's oh, a cream based okay. avocado on top. Well, that would be okay, but the pumpkin throws you. Um, and then we're gonna have uh, you know buffalo cauliflower. Because, you know, you got to have something for the vegan, gluten-free people. 
buffalo yeah. cauliflower is good. Um, and then we're going to have some, you know, some salads, uh, burgers, uh, yeah, fried chicken sandwiches, uh, roasted salmon. You know, something something that, that everyone can enjoy in a nice uh, in a nice casual setting. So it'll be it'll be more quick service, more counter service, but there'll be tables for you to go sit down. Uh, and of course, you can't have a cafe, especially if you've ever seen Rocketeer, Adam, without some nice Sorry, big, uh, nice big pies. <laughs> so if we're if we're talking California pies, we're talking uh, boysenberry pies. Um, Got to have pecan pie because uh, what pie? Pecan pie. That's ca- that's not Californian, is it? No, it's served all over California. They I didn't have, think that was a California thing. They have adopted that, was a southern that pie. Thing. It is a southern thing, but they okay. because they can grow pecans in California, uh, they they love pecan pie. Is there anything chicken on your menu? Yeah, I said a fried chicken. <laughs> I'm just gonna note here that I don't always order the chicken dish, but I had to ask because but I don't if there's a always chicken dish order on the, the menu. Dish. Stephanie's ordering the chicken dish. <laughs> Not always, but I do tend to go toward the chicken. Sometimes a girl's got to have a good burger. I, I avoid chicken out in public. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually it's really thick and not yeah, Well, usually when I order chicken, it's fried. Mm-hmm. And that's not um, typically an issue. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll have we'll have draft beers featured from California. Sim- very similar to what they do over at Baseline because California beer is really up and coming. Uh, Anchor's, uh, Anchor Beer Brewing Company, uh, Ballast Point, uh, they're, they're really pushing that stuff out there. Um, yeah, we'll have some uh, craft beers from California, uh, wines from California, and um, and of course, you know, some gotta have some cocktails. So uh, the the one I wanted to bring over, uh, I call How it. How you're uh, not gonna have an aviation? Yep. You have to. <laughs> uh, but I'm. Uh, well, you, I mean, first of all, you gotta you can have you gotta, an aviation and something called a rocket fuel. Yes, you certainly could. Yeah, like um, you know, Kraken and Mister Pib. <laughs> so what I what I wanted to um, what I wanted to to make uh, my my signature cocktail was was based on the uh, uh, it, was, it was named after the GB racer, the racer that he actually the racing plane he actually crashes at the very start of the film. Um, but it's the it's the GB racer. It's Hendrix gin. Uh, Aperol liqueur, apricot liqueur, uh, lemon, rose syrup, fire water bitters, orange bitters, and just a t- hint of hazy IPA. What do you call that? It, it's the GB Racer. It gives it this nice little yellowy color. It's it's gonna be delicious. Wrong. Gin and beer. Gin and beer. Adam, we talk about it. That's a lot Gin of and beer is good, but rose. And apricot rose syrup, apricot. Yeah, not, yep. I, I just so don't like, like rose. That well, like I'm a, a fruity. Would that be like a fruity drink with a hint it's floral. of floral? It's floral. It's going to be a floral fruity drink with a hint of bitterness from the IPA and the and the orange bitters and the firewater bitters. So do people? Ever, okay. do, does somebody make that in real life? Yeah. What do they the call that? The only thing that I uh, it's called I'm no angel. The only thing I know of firewater, I can't drink anymore. Because it was a hundred and one proof prepper of cinnamon schnapps. No, no, this is firewater. <laughs> I like cinnamon schnapps. Yeah, well, I got drunk off of that when I was a kid, and 
never was able to drink it, it again. It came back up and you didn't <laughs> Oh, like yeah. It. yeah. Milky, milky <laughs> liquors right here. <laughs> yeah, Firewater up, Bitters is essentially just a, a bitter with a little tiny bit of habanero on it. Okay, yeah. This is Wait. a very strong cinnamon taste. Fire 101. Uh, not cinnamon. It's habanero. It's going to be a sweet. It's a sweet heat. Okay. Habanero is not cinnamon. I would try it it's if it's overly cinnamon. sweet. Though I'm not going to like it. I don't know so much about sweet, but that, no, I, I, I think, think the fruits this would make it sweeter. This is going to have a nice uh, mix of bitter, sweet okay. fruit, and uh, and floral notes. I would love to try that. I would definitely try it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, okay, so Scott, are you going to BSB? No, I am not. So I'm going to text you and be like, what's that drink again? And how do I, I will, I'll, I'll put the recipe uh, up on the show notes when we make the, uh, when we do the show. Right. I'll text you and ask you what I need to order. Or Stephanie, you could listen to the show. I could. I <laughs> yeah, but that, okay. I, I don't know about y'all, but if you ever try to write a recipe down while somebody's trying yeah. to talk it, it never works. Yeah, out. no, I'll, I'll, put it, I'll put the recipe for it in the show notes. If you want to make it at home. Uh, let me know how it is. It, it's it's all things you can find at your local store. There's n- nothing. Oh yeah. yeah, rose syrup is right down the block here, up in there, the Poconos. Can we yeah, like rose, make? <laughs> can we put that in an announcement find. and then like tag me in it and then re-tag me in it in September? Can we do that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, rose we can do that for you, Steph, because you rose. are so busy and have a lot on your mind. Well, that would be. You can Scott, you can buy rose syrup from Tarani, which is those uh, bottles of like syrups that no. you find at any uh, Starbucks. No, like I want to order yep. it. I want to order it She's at a bar. No, you probably you, oh you probably won't be able to get it at a bar. This is something we'd have to make. Yeah, you'd what? have to make this one. Well, fuck. Never mind. Uh-huh. Just never mind. Well, there's a there's a grand villa that's available. No, I want to go to Disney and I want to order it. There's a day that I'm going to be. Half, I'll tell you what. I, I bet you anything. All by myself. I bet you anything. The Edison would have the stuff to make it. You put it on a card. You give them the card. They could probably make it. Put it on a card. The take a picture of it. I'll print it out. The only thing that I can see them not having is the specialty bitters. Who's been to the? Edison? I could see them doing. Adam, fun. have you I been, been to see the them Edison? The bitters. No. I don't know what you're talking about. I've never been to the Edison. <laughs> Nobody's been to the Edison. How I've do you know Edison. that that drink? Well, when you go to the Edison for the first. I've never been to the Edison. I've Actually, never no, been I to the Edison. Walked inside of it. Seriously, I went to sleep. I'm an old lady, fat old lady. Um, yeah, so uh, that's what I want to do. I want to bring the Rocketeer to uh, to Hollywood Studios because you can find the Rocketeer in two places at Hollywood Studios. You can actually find the jetpack at uh, PV's Cafe. The little it's it's basically a frozen drink stand. You can get frozen uh, Coke there. Um, Is that the one with the Jack Daniels in it? I think they have Jack Daniels in it now. So <laughs> What's that? Cafe. I'm listening. Hey, there's that? a place you can get frozen Coke with. I know there's one in Epcot where you can get frozen Coke in a, yeah, good, a, a better, a better um, whiskey, but there's also one I well, want to You can to get say. it with Coke and uh, frozen Coke and Baines. Yes. Shut up. Somebody yeah. make me a plan of what I need to do for my free day. <laughs> can we do that? We could definitely do that. Please message me, like, personally message me what I need to do on my free day. Right. We're well, going to make a post we'll in be, BSB. We'll be in the room with you so we can just write it down for you. Well, we're gonna, yes, but We're going to make will. a post in BSB about the dr- the drink Steph needs to hit for BSB yes. day. 
what what does Steph need to do on her free day outside of looking for f- characters for her fabric signatures? Because I'm going to make a badass quilt. Ooh. I totally Ooh. am. I totally am. Jen, uh, one of Jen's friend's ideas. But, Adam, like when you get out of the spa, you're supposed to holler at me so we can go... Uh, we will take care of it. Get drinks and uh, meet and greet for quilts. We will take care of it. And oh, I might awesome. bring extra quilt squares to make you one, too. Oh, that would be <laughs> awesome. I want a homemade quilt in the worst way. So, so excited. Over at Hollywood Studios, you can go over to PV's Frozen Concoctions. Uh, you can get, uh, you can get uh, Fanta, Blue Raspberry, Wild Cherry, Minute Maid Lemonade, or Raspberry Lemonade Frozen for three ninety nine. For no 10, alcohol. For ten fifty, you can then add a shot of Bacardi rum, okay. Jack Daniels Tennessee whiskey, or three olives cherry vodka. For ten fifty. Three olives. Ten fifty. That for ten fifty. Wild cherry frozen coke with three olives cherry vodka. Ten dollars and fifty cents. Ten fifty. Yes. Ten fifty. You you know what? Then get yourself a pickle. You can get a pickle for a dollar fifty nine. Mmm, pickleback. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I like a good pickleback. Or, or, pro tip, what you do is you Miami Mafia your alcohol tea. in there. Your tea, you bring your tea in there, and you put your tea into your frozen Coke. Yes. But Will yeah, if you go over to PV's... smell my tea? Will they smell go, my no. tea? No. no. If you go over to PV's, you can actually find uh, the Rocketeer's jetpack and helmet inside in the kind of the back of the shop, so... Uh, there is one place to find them. If you go over to the Grommets Theater, you can actually find the Rocketeer's footprints and his jet pla- jetpack blast off from when they opened the uh, uh, the park in 1989. I meant to ask: Does anybody know if they removed any of that stuff? No, that's all no, still there. The outside okay. is still untouched. Okay. Isn't his name? Gonna... Isn't his name in one of the windows too on one of the buildings? Yes. Yeah, it's cl- uh, there's a Cliff Secord window in Hollywood Studios as well. That's awesome. So, I think that's a really uh, good idea. There, I when, when this, about that movie. When, when uh, Rocketeer opened, this, there was supposed to be much more in here. There was actually supposed to be a stunt show from the Rocketeer, but that got, uh, that got pushed back because Indiana Jones was still popular when uh, Rocketeer came out. Wasn't yeah. that also about the time that deal went through with Lucasfilm? When he, uh, they started getting in bed, yes. Harvey Carr. Yeah, Car- that was Car- like 1986, and ni- by 1989, they were heavily involved with uh, yeah. Lucasfilm. Um, and so they, they kept, and again, 1991 marked the return of, uh, was it Last Crusade? Mm-hmm. So it, it, you know, spotlighted, uh, uh, Indiana Jones back into the, into the public light. So, uh, Rocketeer never made it as, as far as it should have. Love this movie. I would love to see more Rocketeer. All right, Adam. Vote for I me. do mine now. Vote for me. No, go for it. Vote for me. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> I went a little bit more along the Pixar route because of everything that's been going on in Hollywood studios. And I did a character that just got their own kind of meet and greet, but not like a permanent meet and greet. So I chose Edna's Super Suit Hall of Fame for my attraction. Shut Ooh. up. That's so awesome. See, now you know why we make him go last. <laughs> yes, I met Edna and she was amazing. So, throughout the queue, I'm going to have Edna, like, 
sit with her awards that she won for suit design and all this other fun stuff. The first pre-show is you're going to have Edna show up and she's going to walk you through some of her favorite costumes, like on video. I would love for it to be an animatronic, but it just depends on how the money would work. And after the pre-show, when she walks you through some of her favorite super suits that she's created, she's going to place her hand on one of those panels, and she's going to show you her latest creation. And this is going to be a special kind of... It's going to be a test out of her newest creation, which is going to be an actual super vehicle instead of a suit. She's expanding her horizons. And it's just going to be a whole bunch of new and exciting features that you're going to actually have to experience to believe Dolly. Exactly. And guess. And guess. Exactly. So after she puts her hand on like that panel, it's going to open up. And if you've ever seen like the, um, oh, why can't I think of it? The Enchanted Tales with Belle. Or whatever the heck that attraction is, mm-hmm. when the wall opens up and a hidden door kind of opens yes. up. Yes. Yeah. And that's going to lead you to the queue for the actual part of the attraction. It's going to be a trackless ride system. I, I also wanted to do a roller coaster, and for everything that I wanted to do, it just didn't work. And she's going to explain to you, she's going to be a little video screen when you get seated, and she's going to explain to you that the cars are on autopilot because she doesn't want you to break or crash into anything. So she doesn't exactly trust you in full, in true Edna fashion. Uh-huh. So now the first test is going to be sort of like a speed test. Now, in order to simulate speed, we're going to send you through one of those long tunnels with wind and the video going by real fast. And that's going to actually bring you to the first showroom. The first test room is going to show off the vehicle's maneuverability. And how else would you test maneuverability but a dance party? Of course. So what's going to happen is a mirror ball is going to drop from the ceiling. And the cars are actually going to dance and move around. And I was thinking of doing it to one of the incredible theme songs. Just like Elastigirl, and each time you ride, you might get a different track. Yes. The next room will um, text the vehicle's detainment system. So, what's a good as us is a superhero vehicle if they can't capture a villain? So, in each section or at each station in the vehicle, there's going to be a red button that's going to shoot a web. So, what happens in this room? It's almost going to be like a 360 degree dome with video screens. And your vehicles are going to be moving around, trying to catch the villains. And you'll hit the red button. The more kind of webs you shoot, or nets you shoot, the less chance of that villain breaking out. So there's interaction there where you hit that button, and each like person in the vehicle will have a different color net, so they can see which net captures the villain. That's not fair. What do you mean it's not fair? <laughs> because your ride's cooler than mine. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Stephanie. Damn it! <laughs> Welcome to the last two years of our life. Why yeah. don't you make him go first? Y'all have done this all wrong. Then, you make him go first so you can make some quick Because then you have to follow it, and nobody wants to follow that. 
Damn it. No, you make your last minute changes. Oh, trust me. There's no computer. It's Damn over. it. Stephanie, there is. It's over. Stephanie. Like, no, it's, it's not. It's over. I'm the best. No, there's it, not. It's, it's not over. over. Damn it. <laughs> it's over because you made him go last. Fat lady singing. It's over. So now, <laughs> every good superhero needs to relax, right? Yes. So the next section, in order to get you up back towards the load area, will be a cruise along the California coastline. We're cutting you off. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> and this is just like sort of like top-down kind of situation. Videos of the California coastline going by in this tunnel. You'll have the set, the beach scent from Soarin' if I had my way, the wind blowing, just like fans, just to make that <laughs> real true feel of movement. Yes, I don't have hair, but it's, it's, it's like a habit. I talk with hand. my hands. I talk with my hands. I can't help it. I do too. And then, last but not least, you're going to pull into a drive-in movie theater. And this is where Edna, because she has connections is going to show you the latest preview for the movies that are coming out for Disney. Don't pause. Keep going. That's it. That's where it ends. And then she exits you out and she says you at the end she tells you you saw nothing and you know nothing <laughs> and if she and if you do tell anything she knows where to find you. No. Because <laughs> this is Edna. <laughs> yes. Damn All right. It. Can we just call? <laughs> We've last. been trying to for years. Hey, it doesn't work. It's your fault. You let him go last. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He, he goes first. He wins. He goes in the middle. He wins. We try. We we can try to put him wherever you want. Hide him and, and stick him in the middle and and, and just. If we put him first, him. and nobody else wants to read their ride because theirs is so much better. So yeah, like, damn. We make him go last, so at least we think we have a chance. Vote for yep. me. <laughs> you can, you can throw up all the, the Hail Marys you want, Stephanie. <laughs> it ain't, Thanks. It ain't working. See, I got approval. There you go. It's that easy, just, folks. I just thought it would be fun. It keeps with fun. the theme of the area, and you get to see Edna Mode, and who wouldn't want an Edna Mode hosted yes. ride? Well, of and course. so originally I had thrown Incredibles through Mike, but it was not like Edna Mode, and it wouldn't have been as... It wouldn't have been as awesome as as that. That's I, I tried crazy. desperately to find a way to get the Incredibles, and I just I just couldn't do it. Like I wanted to have the Incredibles because I think they need they need some love at Walt Disney World. They do it's more than just a, dance a lot party. of IPs need love that don't get any love. They don't I get agree. Any respect. Mm -hmm. And I know I I couldn't go. I I've always gone to Wally. Mm -hmm. It's one of my favorite movies, and almost every time we talk about Pixar, I go to Wally. So. I wanted to try to add a little bit of something different. Um, now, I mean, I have a few ideas that just didn't make it. I don't know if anybody else does. No. No. I mean, I, I tried to go Wally when we did... Um, oh, come on. 90, Spit it out. 90, come on. Come on. Come on. You can do it. 92, <laughs> when we did Autopia, or the Tomorrowland Speedway. I'm gonna and we sure had to keep something in Tomorrowland. I, I, I love Wally. Are you sure Wally. it's 92? I think it's 92. Oh, well, he's sure? been off his game all night, so... I'm going to double-check you. <laughs> After all of that crackage. No, See, no, no. No, no, you it's can't backtrack. Nope, no, you can't backtrack. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Episode 92, the sheet-up finale. 
It's mm-hmm. 102. Oh. It's 102 because it was 10 weeks after. Now it's 102. Right. Okay, 102. I'm going to let you. Tomorrow's uh, Speedway closing. Is that yeah, it? That's it. Yeah. 102. That was it. He's All right. right. You got to strike one on that. I'm, I get, I get, I get I'm a pass watching on you, that. Scott. You don't get a pass, no. I mean, I had an, one other idea for this space. What Actually, your... I had a few ideas that I was playing with, but Wait, it's a pretty big space, too. Was it villains? No. Okay, well, I don't want to. It was actually something along the lines of actually getting, like, a symphony space. Yes. What? Uh, Do you remember when they did that uh, music of Pixar thing where they yes. showed... Yes. Yeah, I wanted to see that so bad. I would bad, love but... to see this a regular full-time thing there. That That's wow. what I wanted, but it was uh, featuring all the music of Disney mm-hmm. and having rotating, like... Theme. And this is where I fell into my trap, because... Yeah. We already kind of have a little bit of that with Festival of the Arts, right? With rotating Broadway stars, and but I would want to bring like Philharmonics in. I would love like to f- take. I would love for them to do that with the Beauty and the Beast Theater. One, enclose mm-hmm. that and get that out of the hot Florida sun. But I mean, the problem is when you actually looked at that show, it was kind of piecemealed. Like it I would totally love to was. see a Tarzan-like stage show almost with ropes and stuff like that but it, it just got like way too like way out of control super quickly for me well, and i, I lo- had trouble reeling that in i would love to see them bring back that uh, live orchestra I, and again mm-hmm. disney will never do it on a full-time basis because to pay a live orchestra to exactly. be there every single day and five shows a day would be really expensive really Actually, expensive. I, i'm lying i had one other idea of course you did but this was harder than my other, my first idea, and I didn't know how to make it work. Because I went and looked up what film rights Lucas owns. Mm-hmm. And it's still a kind of a gray area because TriStar actually um, did the distribution for the movie that I was looking at really hard. But I was thinking of trying to do a labyrinth attraction. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is, that is Lucasfilm. It's Lucasfilm, it's, and it's Henson, but it was um, distributed by TriStar. Yeah, which is Paramount, right? Which is un- Universal, actually. Oh, Universal, now. okay. Now it's Universal, but back then it wasn't. But or, No, I'm sorry, it's Sony. Oh, that's right, right. Sony. Tri- so it's yeah. Sony now, but back then it wasn't. But yeah. it was Paramount, and then it, from Paramount it went to Sony. I That, that movie gave me nightmares. I As love that movie. Great movie. Is Jennifer Connelly in that one too? Yes. Yeah. Yes. She was also in Rocketeer. But that was another one that got really out of control really yeah. quick when I started looking at it. And then I have an idea for something for Mexico. <laughs> Jeez. I know. It's what happens. <laughs> I, I come up with a lot of ideas. And then I choose the one that fits the best. Do you share every idea, every episode? No, no I won't share my really... The ones yeah. that I plan on maybe using, I really won't share. Yeah, if he's, if he's going to use it, then he he holds off on it. Mm. All right. Uh, well, look, I I would I would love to see some some type of Indiana Jones ride back in, uh, in Disney World. Because you guys have done the Disneyland version of this ride, Oh, right? it's so awesome. Yeah, just, sorry, just change over our dinosaur to, to Indiana Please Jones to be do. done with it. Same ride track, same vehicle. They just got to change. Yeah, the... but but just the theming in that is so much better. Yeah, 
It's yeah. just it's it's amazing. It really but is. But again, like... the problem with that is that if you move that like a carbon copy of it, you already have that attraction. Like and it's it's the exact same thing. It, it doesn't fit. Well, at least with Indiana Jones, you could see what's going on around you. But this is what Universal gets a lot of heat for. True. True. About making the same ride over and over and over again and having them next door to each other. Mm-hmm. Disney kind of holds himself to a little bit higher standard, in my opinion, than that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, I mean, I loved... I like Indiana Jones on Spectacular. I've seen it twice. And seen it a few the, times. The problem is, once mm-hmm. you've seen it once or twice, it's the same yeah, show yeah. every time. You don't need to go see it again. Again, exactly. the problem that we talked about uh, last week when we were talking about the stunt spec- the uh, mm-hmm. Lights, Motors Action Lights or two Motor. weeks ago. True. It's true. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a show that's long in the tooth, a show that needs to go, and hopefully that Disney listens to this and can build one of these four awesome, awesome ideas uh, to bring to, uh, to Hollywood Studios. I mean, if you listen to Jim Hill, they rent out the space a lot. They do. Because it is this huge theater and space. It go- and it goes unused from like 6 p.m. on. Exactly. So they'll they'll rent out the space for a lot of different attractions and like functions and stuff. And it's rented out very far in advance. So they can't get rid of it until all those contracts are satisfied. Mm-hmm. And, and quite honestly, um, the Adventurers Club did a reunion kind of show there. Uh, I want to say like 2010. So if they come back, then we can keep it just the way it is. I love the Adventures Club. Stephanie, you know the song. Shut up, I've got the jump. I, I can play it right now. No! <laughs> that's so mean! No. at the end of the episode. Oh, I'm going to. I will <laughs> no! You, wait, 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 wait. I will give you my vote if you do it. You bastard, you're going to give it to me anyway. He's going to put it in there anyway. I know you're saving that shit from when we're at BSB. I'm not stupid. I was told after the fact that I sang it. (laughs) Not fair. Well, look, um, hopefully Disney does listen and does does decide to to, uh, demolish Indiana Jones and build one of our four awesome attractions. So, uh, as we do on every... Every... I'm sure Imagineer. Uh, Stephanie, which one are you choosing? What? Of you what? Can't choose, you can't choose your own. Like I, I told you I'd flip this on you. Can't, I, you can't do vote for me. Pick one. Pick your Bob Iger. Pick one for Disney to build. What was Tim's? <laughs> Tim's Wally. was the Wally. Tim's was Wally. Wally or Edna Mode? I'm not picking you, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair. That's not fair. Um, you can, you, if you want, you can wait till we put the poll up, and then you can vote then. I'll do Edna Mode because I love you, Tim, and you know that. You're my buddy, but I do like Edna Mode, and I met her when I ran when I was in a hard time. Who does running? Like Mode? All right, Tim. What about you? I, have, I don't know yet. I have to. Wait That's not fair. I voted. I voted. Vote for me. Vote for me. Vote for me. Vote for me.
like we do every week, normally Mikey will remind you to go over to www.themagicalmeltdown.com. Check out the awesome line of BSB t-shirts that just dropped. Uh, I know that it uh, dropped some Jaws when the, when Mikey released them. So make sure you go over there, get your YooHoo uh, t-shirt. Uh, make sure you get your BSB uh, gear to wear when you go down to Disney World uh, in September for BSB. You're you're gonna look weird if you don't wear one. I'm excited to see everybody. So am I. Yeah, me too. Man, and I'm gonna have them chips. Like, who needs a chip? You get a chip. You get a chip. Everybody gets a chip. Well, thank you, Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Uh, but I want to thank you guys all for joining us this week on Three Sheets of Mouse. If you enjoyed the show, please go over to iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. It's the best way to help other Disney fans like you find the show uh, to let them know how awesome the show is and how much you love it. If you rate us, review us, and subscribe, the more listeners we get, the higher we get on the charts. Uh, the more reviews we get, the higher we're put on the search bar. So please do go over to iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. We, we love uh, seeing those when they come in. If you're over in the parks uh, and you're on Instagram or Twitter, Make sure you uh, tag us in your posts, tag us on your photos uh, at Three Sheets Podcast. Uh, when you do that, put us in your stories. We love to see those. We get notified of whenever you tag us. Use the hashtag Three Sheets Nation. Uh, we can make it cool, uh, make it the most popular hashtag in the world. Make right. it fetch. Yeah, right up there with sorry, not sorry. <laughs> That's when everyone uses Or hashtag no filter. Make it fetch, yo. Fetch? Stop it. Stop trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Oh my gosh. Is that a thing? <laughs> fetch. Is it Mean Girls? Not the whole movie. Oh, what? I fall asleep. <sighs> you all made fun of me for falling asleep during the rocket <laughs> yeah, chair. You, you, fall you asleep can't make fun of Adam girl. for falling asleep during no, rocket chair now. I have not fallen asleep during Mean Girls. I just don't remember. What? Stop. She doesn't even go here. (laughs) Is butter a carb? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But if you really want to interact with us, head over to the Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash three sheets. That's where you can become part of Three Sheets Nation. And that's where you gain your sheeterdom. Uh, It's where you can come hang out with us. If you have friends that that love Disney as much as you do, make sure you invite them to join Three Sheets Nation. Uh, But make sure you also tell them if you invite them. Tell them, get, get right in their face and say, answer the damn questions. We won't let you in. We won't let your friends in unless right. you answer the questions. That's right. Steal their phone. Make some we embarrassing stories about them. Yes. We'll, we'll note them on their welcome. Um, all right, so guys, tonight as we finish up the show, episode one twenty-eight, uh, give me some closing remarks, Tim. You sure? I, I really, honestly, I don't have any this week. I'm just so tired. It's been a rough week at work so far. It's only Tuesday, and I have to work till Saturday. So I'm just gonna leave you with a good night. All right, Mwah. Adam, give me some closing remarks tonight. I'm not gonna get sappy this time around nothing bad to follow so i just want to say make sure you're all for those attending bsb and have known that you're attending make sure we're y'all have your vote in for our prom court the voting ends for court next friday the 16th no the no, 20th 23rd. i think the 23rd 25th. so voting ends for court the 23rd 
Runoffs will happen the week after, and then the official poll will get uh, the official voting will start the first week, full week of September. And you're gonna email those votes to Scott so that nobody knows yep. who's actually gonna win that. Blow up Other than that, we look forward to seeing you all real soon. So, what are we at? Thirty some odd days while we're recording this. <gasps> Yeah, yeah, like, um, it's 34 to we 35. get there, 36 to actual BSB. So, yeah. 36 days to BSB where we get to hang out with our Ohana again. I'm truly looking forward to it. I miss all y'all. So, we look forward to seeing you. All right. Um, well, that's going to do it. Oh, wait. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> you forget, Mikey. Now you forget Stephanie. I had to. I had to. Wow. I had to. <laughs> Wow, Scott! I didn't right. I, it wouldn't. It wouldn't feel right not to do that to a wizard hunt. That's wrong. You know that's wrong. <laughs> that's racist. You're not I had to. I'm anymore. sorry. I'm sorry, Stephanie. Had to do it. But Stephanie, do give your closing remarks tonight. No, tell me you're sorry again. Wow! Look at all my medals. Aren't they pretty? <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you get that one, Adam? <laughs> that one right there. Oh, that one right there. Right there. All right there. All of them. All right, Stephanie, give me your closing remarks tonight. No, I'm sorry. I get it. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm. Well, I just want to say that I want I want to thank you guys for letting me on the podcast. Um, I had a lot of fun and even though I'm mouthy and, um, (laughs) say what I'm thinking and it isn't always the best, I really thank you guys. And I want to thank you guys for, um, loving my family. It's only day two out of like 30 of my husband and my son being gone, but, um, I had a blast being here and this really meant a lot to me today. We enjoyed having you. Awesome. This was awesome. We had a lot of fun having you. So I would love. It was to our pleasure. Yeah, we we could we could probably. I mean, we, we could finagle some does, stuff. Does Mikey? Does Mikey listen to the show? Um, we could probably we could probably fire yeah, him. Yeah, he's he, he probably listens. <laughs> well, Mikey, when you find out, uh, we gotta have a talk. <laughs> no. He, we love Mikey being on the podcast, and I don't listen all the time because I and I told you guys, but I didn't tell everybody else. Like I listen, I've listened to Mikey talk and talk and talk and talk for seventeen years, and so when I listen to the podcast, I tend to tune it out, and I I collect nothing from the podcast, so I don't I don't listen. And so he says shit about me. I'm sure I don't need on the uh, World Wide <laughs> Web. <laughs> but that's okay because I trust him. But I, I'm glad you guys let me on. I had a lot of fun. It was, well, look, it was awesome. a nice break from thinking about what we have going on. Well, look, we love having you on the show. It was a lot of fun to have uh, to have you here to have you do a, one of the creative episodes. We, we, we do love doing these creative episodes where we get to kind of flex our brain and, uh, and show our love for Disney doing, uh, doing things we'd love to see come into the Disney park. So, uh, it was nice to hear your take on it. Nice to get, uh, to get a refreshing take on what you'd want to see in the Disney parks as well. Um, and basically Maleficent. Yeah. Vote for me. Vote for me. <laughs> well, if anybody, else, everybody else can do it, fucking vote for me too. I just need a vote. Just give me a vote. Just one. So I, you know Somebody what, give I, Scott one. If I break, if I break one, 
it's been a good week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not right. good at the creative stuff, so. <laughs> all right. So from all of us here at Three Sheets of the Mouse, thank you for making our show part of your Disney life. Thank you for your time this time and until next time. So long for just a while. Yeah, just in ca- just in case he uses. Yeah, just in case he uses it. Okay. But I can't. Okay. I don't. I don't want it. I don't want it to drop my eyes. We'll sing it there twice so that the people from Burbank might be able to get it the second time. Marching along, we're adventures. Singing the song, we're adventures. Up or down, north, south, east, or west, and adventures, life is the best. Marching along, we're adventures. Singing the song of adventures. Up or down, north, south, east, or west, and adventures, life is the best. Marching along were adventures, singing the song of adventures, up or down, north, south, east, or west, and adventures, life is the best, and adventures, life is the best. So there you go, vote for me.